With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Listening to Fox Sports Radio. What up, Doug Gottlieb Show? Fox Sports Radio. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Hope you're having a great day. The Doug Gottlieb Show is broadcast live today from Austin, Texas. Do 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 do. Man, we have huge, huge news. Huge, huge news. And you had to know it was coming, right? Like Juan Soto, the news was two weeks ago, he turned down a uh, 15-year, $440 million reported contract from the Washington Nationals. Today he was dealt to the San Diego Padres. That's a wow. That's a wow. 
really a wow. And, you know, it's one of those things where the Padres have, they, they've, they've had all these prospects for years and they've started to dispense with the prospects previously, but now it's to the point where, holy cow. So remember, Fernando Tatis Jr., who's, of course, been injured this year, his deal doesn't pick up. This is what he makes. He makes 5.7 this year, 7.1 next year. Okay? Then it's 11.7 and 20.7 and 20. And then he makes 25 in, in, in 2027. By the way, at the same time, that's when Manny Machado is at the back end of his deal. Machado makes $32 million even each of the next six seasons. Uh, they got Eric Hosmer off the books. As he was dealt to Boston, so in the to the answer to your question, Jason Stewart, before the show, which was, how are you going to pay all of these people? Remember, they have Blake Snell for two more years at like thirty-two million ish, right? They have you Darvish, but you Darvish again, it's a lot of money. It's like thirty-seven and a half over the next two years. So, so. The way in which they'll likely do it, Jason, is all that money will pick up once they get to 25 and beyond. That's when you'll have some gigantic contracts. You'll have uh, the three big ones, Tatis, Machado, and this one. The other ones, you know, they're just going to have to go and buy pitching at, at that point in time. So how does it work? That's the way it works. Soda makes very little this year, and he'll get a brand new contract, but it will be... Not just back, but middle-loaded. And remember, he's the youngest of these guys. Uh, Tatis's contract is 14 years, $340 million. This one's likely to be in that same sort of 13 to 15-year variety, but only in the four to maybe $500 million variety. It's crazy. These are crazy numbers. But I, I don't think you can underestimate. Getting rid of the Hosmer, getting rid of Hosmer's contract doesn't actually hurt him. It really helps them in terms of freeing up some money because uh, even though that was fairly front-loaded and you're at the back end of his career, you had $13 million the next three years, and that'll come off of off of the books. Does that make sense, Jay Stu? Yeah, the financials all work out. I think um, I think Musgrove, he signed a $100 million deal yesterday, right, an extension or something. But I, I think that the, the financials are fine. I just think that isn't this just going to be a yard sale in a couple of years and then they're going to get rid of everybody? That's what it seems like to me. I just don't see that market sustaining all of this, all of these salaries. But I could why, be wrong. Why would it not sustain? Tell, tell me your, your logic behind it. Because, because they've never been able to do it in the past. I mean, other than the Padres, we could look at the Marlins or any of these other teams that spent spend over their skis and then when it doesn't pan out in a year or two then they just make a complete yard sale and start all over that's where it seems to be heading hey, good for the padres by the way and their fan base has got to be excited i think josh bell is a low-key addition on this team that guy's knocked in 100 runs um and it, it's it's a day to be excited i just don't see long term how this is going to pan out because one thing we know for sure is the padres are not going to win right why because they never have. <laughs> That's what we and and they play in the same division with the Dodgers. I mean, it's they're not going to win at all. So you know, in a couple of years when it's a yard sale, then that, that'll be a sad day. But it's 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 worth cheering and worth celebrating today. Boy, the Dodger the the you can just feel the arrogance of the Dodger fans, can't you? There, uh, Dan Byer. I mean, you really really can because they're not going to win because they never have win. Like 
The Dodgers have dominated the division, but they've won one World Series since, since 1988. <laughs> yes, I know. It's not, it's not like, like they're just like printing banners. Like, my goodness, the, the arrogance just reeks all the way here to Texas. You know, I, I'm going to completely disagree with you. You, you have, okay. you have arguably, arguably, <laughs> arguably, and uh, uh, arguably, and tell me if I'm wrong, buyer. You guys, you have two of the best superstars in baseball. One's 20, one's 23. They're, they're, this is not, this is not getting guys in going into their 30s, right? Machado is the one guy. Like I don't love Machado. I don't love the whole Machado thing. But if he's your third best player and he's your elder statesman of your stars, that's a pretty good crew. Is Tatis going to get worse or better over the next five six years? Is is Soto going to get worse or better over the next five or six years? Like you got the best players in baseball and you have they haven't even reached their prime yet. Where are you on this, buyer? Okay, so today you're in Austin, Texas. Yeah, I'm at our studios in Los Angeles with yep. four of the biggest Dodger fans working today. There's like five of us in the building. There's me and these four Dodger fans, two of which are Jason and, and John Ramos. So I know that the the sarcasm when it comes to the Padres with what they've doing. I believe that Juan Soto is the different like like he's different than everyone else he is the guy that you that you do want um the the rare rare player that if you get a chance to acquire um you acquire him i will say to jason's point though it's tough to keep up with the joneses um when you haven't done it before and it's actually why if you look at what the giants probably did in their success over a decade ago in how they won it wasn't that they were trying to keep up with the Dodgers at that point, but they weren't doing it in an arms race sort of thing. And I think that if you are trying to get into an arms race with the Dodgers, you're probably not going to win if you are the if you if you're San Diego. The Yankees, sure. But that's just the difficult part of it is maybe they make the run this year and it's all it's all worth it. But I and I love the Soto deal for them because I think he's different. I just don't know if they are built for the long haul to take over the Dodgers in that division. But I, I think it's great. I just don't know if this is how you do it. So, um, yeah, I don't know if, I, and this this might sound weird. I don't know if the division is. Everybody thinks you're comparing yourself with the with the division. You know, like oh, with the Dodgers, like you kind of got to run your own race now. Now, look, we we would all be honest and say the reason they fell apart last year and the deciding factor in whether they can win a World Series is going to be the pitching, right? Now, I think they're better. I like their closer better than I like the Dodgers. Jason Stewart, as much as a tried and true Dodger fan as you are, are how convinced are you that the Dodgers have the bullpen to win a World Series? Yeah, I mean the, the Dodgers bullpen is a massive struggle. Um, and I was hoping within the next couple hours I'm going to add something back there, but um, but yeah, I'll give the Padres that. I mean, they got they got the big guy now, right? So, if the question is long term, we don't know what long term their pitching looks like. You know that that's going to be a challenge. But you have absolute staples like Fernando Tatis. Are we forgetting how good this guy was when he was healthy last year? Incredible how, talent when he's healthy. When he's healthy. Right, uh, John Ramos in the back row. Go ahead, John. <laughs> he's, Go ahead, John. Uh, he's, he's, he's away from the mic right now. That's why you can hear him. No, no, you're exactly right. Then the key word is always a key word in everything we say in sports talk, and the key word is when he's healthy. And the, when he's healthy, he is an absolute awesome top 
five You're- player, but he hasn't been healthy for the last two years. <laughs> Here's my question: because I mean, not, I'm not sitting on the. I, I feel like I'm sitting on the fence because I I kind of agree with Doug and I and I kind of agree with Jason and John. If the Padres win it all this year, was everything that they've done worth it? Yes. Oh yeah. The one title to win it, to, that that cures all that could you know. You could nats it down the road and fire sale it for the one year for the one title. It's worth it, and I, you know, I that 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 could be. I'm I'm not sure that it is, but like if you have if you have that core of those three players of Machado, uh, Tatis, and Soto, like winning one title is nice, but I think that you would expect more from from that. To have those names in the prime of their careers, to be able to have that in your batting order, and th- that's that's the type of that's the type of territory. Listen, the Dodgers won a title in twenty twenty. Are, are you are, you know across the glass? Are you guys satisfied? Oh no, I'm. Yeah, it's been well stated that yeah. I'm frustrated with our postseason success. That's what this move does. That's, I mean, look at you know look at the Nats right now. If you're a Nationals fan, with what you went through for a decade and you get the one title in 2019 and you've made some bad decisions, is it now completely worth it? Are you like, all right, that was worth it. That 2019 run was worth all of it. And I don't okay. know. I don't so, know if so it is. I guess here's here's my question, uh, John, is that what you're saying is you have one title run in how many years? Like you just – Again, just because you win one this year doesn't mean you can't win more, or doesn't mean you I can't know. be, That's be why. competitive and bring people to the yard. I mean, like the the reality is that baseball is making. I I told Jason Stewart this uh, before the show. The revenue. So, how long ago did Mike Trout sign his deal? Two years ago. I, I, Seems longer yeah. than that. Yeah, Time. maybe three. Okay, three years ago, the revenue for Major League Baseball at the time was $14 billion. Now it's $18 billion. Okay, so we look at these numbers, and part of the problem is we're looking at these numbers today, and we're not realizing that the numbers are going to just, they're, everything's exploding. Have you, I, I did this on, I, I hosted uh, Colin's show. Have you guys been car shopping recently? Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right, perfect. Then, then you're the perfect audience for this. Okay. A brand new, I won't mention the pickup truck. Like my dream is I, I would love to be able to afford one of those electric pickup trucks, right? Because I want, I've had a truck. I love a truck. But a, a brand new truck, a nice one, is between seventy dollars and $100,000 for a truck. Like what? Have you seen the new Jeep Grand Wagoneers? Like the old throwback to the Wagoneers. They don't have the wood panels like they used to. They're dope. Those are like close to six figures too. And people now for brand new cars, because there's a limited number of them, they're paying above sticker. Who pays above sticker? Like noticeably above sticker. It's crazy town. Crazy town. Now, do I think there'll be some leveling out here as the economy kind of hits a flat spot and maybe goes into recession? Of course. Hey, but things aren't going to get cheaper. They just don't. So I, I understand how we look at it. And you're like, this is gigantic money. But is it really? Right? And, you know, like, I don't know. San Diego's, they own their own stadium. They're, they've been making money for years. 
I, I, again, the question to me is what do they do pitching long term? How do they fill out their roster with arms, right? Because that's what you need. You have, you have plenty of hitting now. You have three great players. Two are very young players and are superstars. How do you have enough pitching to win? That's, that's the only question. But I, I, we look at these numbers, and we kind of go crazy over them, and then we stop and realize that, like, we're in this time of massive inflation, and the numbers, quite honestly, haven't totally kept up. I, yeah, yeah, but I, I, I agree. There's, there's that with that, but the pitching part of it is part of the equation as well. Of, of now, what do you do with your, you know, you just gave Musgrove a hundred million dollars, and you've got these three other guys. How much more now are you willing to pay to shore that up? You know, haters, a, you know, a, a year and two months or two plus months acquisition, um, like that's. That's like the the question in in all of it. And to John's point of view and to Jason's point of view of if it's just the one title, because if that's that's all you get for it, they're still satisfied. And I know, Doug, you're saying down the line, but that's all the Nationals got. The Nationals had first overall pick after first overall pick. They acquired, you know, they signed Scherzer. They do all these things, and you're like, wow. Three years ago, we're sitting there, and you're looking at the Nationals and go on their run, and now you look at their organization. And and that is a cautionary tale, and that's why I say, like, you know, ask a Nationals fan if it was worth it. Because I think what Jason is saying, and Jason, I don't want to put words in your mouth, not that they're going to become the Nationals, but at some point, you know, this may just not be as great as it sounds right now. Okay, but wait, let me ask, ask you this, Jason and, and, and Dan, and this, is, this is probably a fair question. Aren't the Nationals the opposite, though? Right, the Nationals couldn't hang on to Bryce Harper. The Nationals trade away Juan Soto. I know there's other factors at play in what's led to their demise, and they won a World Series after Bryce Harper went away. Like I, I get that, okay. But what would the team look like if they had Bryce Harper and Soto, right, and one other star? Because that's what the Padres have. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and you know, Rendon too. Um, that ended up being a pretty good move. But like, they give a ton of money to Strasburg. Um, I think they did mismanage things, the Nationals, and they're up for sale, right? Yes. So there's there's that factor as well. But I think that kind of feeds into my point. It's like the sustainability. Dan gives the Nationals as the most recent example. The Chicago Cubs. Um, that went away pretty quick. We all thought the Cubs were going to be in the World Series every year. Uh, throughout you know five years ago, and they they went once and won it once. Um, well, how the Dodgers this happens? Do it. How the Dodgers do it? Right? They front loaded their roster, and then they backfield with the best farm system in baseball. So let's see what the let's see what the Padres do for their farm system. Now they've rated it some, but it was still was a very viable farm system before this. Right? But that's like the Dodgers threw money at the problem when they first took over. You know. So, I mean, it's like, how would you propose you compete with the Dodgers otherwise? You just wave the white flag and say, we can't compete with the Dodgers? No. no. The the Nationals and the Cubs, I think, did it by working it through the farm system. They all brought up their own guys. That that model has proven to work in, in Major League Baseball. The problem is sustaining the success once you get there. Right. So how do you sustain the success? Have unlimited amounts of money and be in market sizes one and two. <laughs> Uh, I mean, Tampa's Tampa's kind of been able to to find the the cure to that one, but it, it's an interesting. Go ahead, go ahead, Dan. I know you want to. Get yeah, no, you wait for the Rockies to want to let go of all of their great players, so that usually <laughs> helps um, <laughs> as as well. I I just I I think it's a mix. 
And that's maybe why I'm I'm sitting on the fence of this. And it and and I love that the Padres as an organization are like we're going to do this. I'd much rather, as a baseball fan, have Juan Soto on the Padres than on the Dodgers or Yankees. That Great. is, that, that is, I, I as an, as that in that position of not being a fan of those other two teams, I'd much rather have him on the Padres than those other squads. But I do think that there is, you know, it's it it makes them one of the marquee teams, and I do not hate the Soto deal at all because if you can get your hands on him, great. And it's even better that he's not on the Cardinals. I think we can all agree on that as well. Which prospects did they part with? So they, they, they parted with their their number one and their number three ranked prospect within their organization. C.J. Abrams and um, Luis uh, Camposano, no. right? Yeah, uh, it's uh, their top. Ro- their Robert, Robert Hassel? Yeah, the third. Well, they still have so, C.J. Abrams is supposedly a, a very highly rated, and then Luis Kim. He's been he's one of their big leaguers. Yeah, okay. actually, so him and Mackenzie Gore and Luke Voigt are their big leaguers that are being dealt. Yeah, so. that's it's it's really interesting. By the way, um, I'm gonna pour salt in my own wound. The Angels with the 28th ranked. Yuck. 28th ranked farm system, although they went out and just got pitcher after pitcher. All pitchers in their draft going back to last year. I only bring that up because that, there's a team that has spent a bunch of money and kind of like you're saying, they haven't sustained success. They haven't had success since spending all this money um, going back to the Albert Pujols deal. It, it, it'll be fun to track. And look, look, if it falls apart, it's even more fun like it was last year. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus. You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Look, my goal with this show, okay, my goal with this show very, very clearly is you pretty much, you know what you're going to get every day, right? Like we have certain elements of the show, you know, you know you're going to get a couple rants on some of the big topics, you know, you're going to get some really good interviews, and then we, we try and find different ways to have some fun as well. So I'm told, I'm told we have a whole new way, a whole new way of talking about the Cowboys. Let's talk about the Cowboys. Why? Well, because they're the Cowboys. So the running joke is, and we let you in on the kind of inside the beltway joke is, Cowboys are the most valuable team, the most popular team, sort of a polarizing team. And in our job, like like the rule in national sports radio is talk about what more people care about. And inevitably, the Cowboys, people care about them, even if they laugh at them and think, here we go again with the Cowboys. So we're going to try and talk Cowboys as often as we can. Jerry Jones pledged to finally induct Jimmy Johnson into the Cowboys' ring of honor last year. But no further plans have been announced on that front. Jones does not appear to be in any hurry to make that announcement either. Here's Jerry during a Dallas local TV interview talking about Jimmy Johnson's possible inclusion into the Cowboys' ring of honor. It's BS for anybody to be making anything. I've said I'm going to put him in. Now, when I put him in, and the circumstances and what I do with that, uh, there's a lot more than Jimmy to think about here. And I've got a lot of other lives out here that have laid a lot on the line on the field that uh, need to be in that ring of honor as well. And so uh, how I do that, what I do it with, uh, 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 I get to make that decision. And it isn't at the end of the day all tailored around uh, whether uh, Jimmy's snibbling or not. Snibbling. Jimmy Snibbling. Five. I'm going to, like, it does feel like he's just putting him in because people said you got to put him in, and now he's ticked off that he hadn't put him in yet, and people are like, why don't you put him in? This is the weirdest, like, the divorce is 20 years ago. More than 25 years ago. It's the craziest thing I've ever heard. It's so incredibly petty, which makes it really fun, doesn't it? Makes it super fun. Anyway, that's our way of talking about the Cowboys today. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Jeff Schwartz joins us. Of course, uh, you can hear him on Fox Sports Radio's on the weekends. He's one of our hosts, and he's a former offensive lineman in the National Football League. What's your uh, reaction to Deshaun Watson news? Uh, my reaction is I think that punishment is too light, and you're reading through the decision 
from Judge Sue Robinson. I, I kind of don't uh, square the decision, uh, what she wrote with the cis game suspension. I understand that she was kind of going off precedent, but there really doesn't have to be. I mean, it's, it's a six game in the CBA minimum. You can go more than that. You can go less than, obviously. I mean, there's never been, even though it says six games, there's never really been a set number. We've seen, again, that fluctuate. And she did bring that up, that the NFL over the years has been too light in their punishments. But, you know, she, she concluded that all three of, you know, the claims that the NFL made were, were true, right, that, that there's enough evidence there to, uh, to levy, you know, the, uh, you know he broke the, the personal conduct policy. So um, I, I, it's hard to, to read that and, and end up with six games, and I, I get her reasoning behind that. But, you know, there's little things I just don't understand, like, you know, first-time offender – Sure, but there's 30 women accusing him of this. So, I mean, first-time offender, I guess, the first time he's been suspended or, or had allegations come up, but it's not just one woman, it's 30 women at least, right? So I, I, I think Goodell will eventually make this more and you know, go through the lawsuit stage of this, but I was just surprised to read what she wrote and then come away with six games. I was too. It's weird. She's like, she was critical of the precedent, and yet... And yet she chose not to set a new precedent when she had carte blanche to do so, right? Which is a, yes. it's a very it's a very weird thing. All right, what about the Browns? Uh, they do have a fairly soft start to their schedule, but then it picks up right before Deshaun Watson, if he gets back at, at six games, where they have Steelers, Chargers, uh, somebody else who's the Patriots, um, and then he hasn't hardly he hasn't played football in a year and a half. Yeah. What do they what do they look like this year? Well, they're going to start slow even when he gets in there. But, you know, there's a situation, Doug, where he actually plays this whole season while the case is going through the court system. We saw with Deflategate when Tom Brady, you know, sued, you know, the NFLPA and Tom Brady sued the NFL, that there was an injunction. And then Tom Brady played the whole season and was suspended the following season when, and this will be determined in this case as well, that Roger Dell has full power to do whatever he wants within the CBA. And so if, if there ends up being an appeal – and Goodell rules more games than Deshaun Watson sues, he might play week one, and this goes an entire year, and then eventually he gets suspended the amount that Roger Goodell prescribes. So there's a situation where he, you know, he might play all season in that specific case if it ends up happening uh, with an appeal. But I think anyways, if he plays early this year, late this year, the middle of this year, to your point, he hasn't played in over a year now, and his last year in Houston wasn't great. Now the, the surrounding parts weren't always there. Um, so I think it'll take him some time. He's, he's at training camp. He's allowed to be at training camp even with the suspension. Um, that's part of, of what's allowed. So he's getting the reps in now and, and kind of getting you know used to playing again. But I still think that no matter what, what it is, he's going to start slow. It just, just has to be this way considering how much he's missed in a brand-new offense and middle of the season everyone's you know kind of geared up and, and they're kind of in, in season shape a little bit and he'll just be behind it. Jeff Schwartz joining us from our offensive lineman. Um, tell me about the Carolina Panthers. You know people in the organization. You played in the organization. Where are they on quarterback? It's got to be Baker Mayfield. I mean, I don't think they trade for him, and it wasn't much competition if they don't play him. I mean, he's better than Sam Darnold uh, when healthy. And if, if he's not, then his career is going to be what Sam Darnold is, right, which is just kind of a meandering veteran starter sometimes, back of other years. It has to be Mayfield, and I do think he gives them a good opportunity to compete for a wild card spot if healthy. Um, he's better than Darnold. He's more accurate. Uh, he makes more plays with his legs. 
Um, and so we'll see how the camp battle goes. You know, again, it's less practice time now, so I think it's harder to determine uh, a quarterback kind of have to have one going into camp. And I just think Mayfield's better. I mean, I just and, – and they want to win. I mean, David, David Tepper, the owner, wants to win. Matt Rule needs to win to keep his job. And Baker Mayfield gives him a – we've seen Sam Donald enough. We, we know what he is. We know what Baker Mayfield is. And Baker Mayfield, at his best, average to best, is better than Sam Darnold's. I don't see how it's not Mayfield to start the season. Um, Debo Samuel, big money, three-year deal. Do you like it? Um, yes and no. Um, you know, the no part is because he hasn't done this for a full season yet. His numbers were great last year, but they were great for a little bit of the season. And again, great numbers. But he's got to do this for a whole, he hasn't done this for a whole season yet. So they're paying him based off of just like not a lot of. There's not a lot, you know, not a lot there. And, um, you know, it's okay to do that. They're paying kind of in advance for what he might be able to do, which, of course, you know, teams do that all the time. But I just was surprised they gave in so soon, again, knowing that he really hasn't shown this. And he, you know, he's playing a, a, you know, that kind of wide back position where there's some running back involved and a lot of contact there. He's an excellent player. And if he can keep up the pace that he was on last year, it's a great deal. But, again, it's just he hadn't really shown it past – you know, half a season, 10, 10, 12 games, I think, in his career, where he was kind of this, this, you know, this wide, this wide back weapon. Um, but again, if he produces like he did last year over the length of this deal, it's a very good contract. Jeff Schwartz joining us here on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, we're going to see the Chargers on Friday. Obviously, stopping the run is the biggest issue. If you were me and you're going to watch the Chargers, what's the one thing you want to look for? Are you going to the practice or the game or game? Practice. Okay, practice. Um, I would look at, uh, at. It's hard to see the practice of stopping the run is interesting because it's hard to really tell sometimes. Um, I just would look to see how the defense does and then look over kind of at their offensive line and just see. I know you know Slater's really good at at, um, at, left, at tackle. left tackle, but just kind of see how how right tackle's working, right side of the line's working, and then obviously you know stopping the run I think is so too difficult in practice to really tell. If it's good or not, you know, their days defense is good, days offense is good. Um, it, it'd be hard to really tell, but yeah, they they got to stop the run. There's been some great videos of Cleo Mack and Slater going out in one on one. That'd be a lot of fun to watch if you if you can able to see one on one pass rush between Slater and Cleo Mack. That's got to be a, a real highlight of a practice. No question. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Thursday, and then we're gonna broadcast them there and watch Friday as well. So I'll see back to back days. I'll report nice. back. Can't wait to see. I can't wait to hear you on this weekend. Thanks so much for joining us, Thank Jeff. You, buddy. All right, that's Jeff Schwartz. May the Schwartz be with. You. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for. Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Do, 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 do. Every day, we bring back a portion of a show we saw or heard previously on Fox Sports Radio or Fox Sports 1. We call it... What does the Fox say? We can talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards. Or we can talk about how with Discover, you can redeem your rewards for cash at any amount, anytime. I mean, talk about amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards terms apply let's get to what the fox said um, deshaun. this is lavar errington and jonas knox talking about deshaun watson and uh, what follows deshaun watson can either be his biggest ally or his biggest enemy moving forward from here like if you want to talk about one hell of a reprieve six games and Coming through this relatively unscathed. They got to feel like it's a win. Oh, my His God. entire oh, camp has got to feel like Come they on, just won. Man. Come on. You just got the biggest guaranteed, fully guaranteed contract in the history of the league. You haven't played. You had to dodge 30-some women allegations against you. 
and you come out with a guaranteed contract, no fines, and six games. And by the way, because of the way the contract was structured, in those games that he plays this year, with this six-game suspension added on, he's still going to get over $45 million. I mean, his side of it, they've got to feel like this is one of the best-case scenarios. No games would have been great, but this is one of the best-case scenarios uh, for for everybody involved. I mean, he settles this last one, and and, in theory... You're moving on with your life. You know, one of the problems is that when people look at the possibility of an appeal, you have to understand that an appeal would be based upon uh, one thing, which is will the, the, the process that the judge went through to come to her decision and the likelihood of, the, the, honestly, the likelihood of her overturning her own, I mean, uh, of her process being wrong, like, I think it feels like it's wrong, but again, I don't know. I'm not a lawyer. Neither are you. Be- because what she said is, hey, the NFL has been soft and lenient in the past. They're trying to change things, but it's unfair for, for Deshaun Watson to be the guy who's changing things, which is weird. It's just a weird statement where, like, I feel like, and I think most people thought this is a whole new day for the NFL as they're handing over handing over their ruling to a third party and she's choosing to go back on all the things they've done wrong over the years. So that part is, that, that part is odd. Uh, do I think it's a reprieve? Yes and no. I mean, I don't think Deshaun Watson's going to escape this thing. I don't think whether it was six games or eight games or nine games or 10 games, suddenly people are going to be kind to him from this point forward. We'll judge him based upon what we see. We'll always have in the back of our mind. This is how he lives his life off the football field. And, and I, I think that will add to how we process what he does on the football field. All right, I also heard this, and this was interesting. This is Colin Cowherd talking about the contract the Niners gave Debo Samuel. So the Niners signed Debo Samuel, $75 million, uh, $73 million, 58 guaranteed. I thought it was very team-friendly. It did not reset the market at all. He's only the eighth-highest paid receiver. And after this year, when 10 other guys get paid, he'll be the 18th-highest-paid receiver. The bonuses tied to him are interesting. He he only gets six hundred and fifty thousand per year if he has three hundred and eighty or more rushing yards. He'll earn only one hundred and fifty thousand if he scores three rushing touchdowns in any one year. That's chump change. Meaning the bonuses are only two and a half percent of the contract. Those are chump change. Meaning they don't really reward Debo if he becomes a part-time running back but they don't punish the 49ers if he becomes a part-time running back. So outside of Cooper Cup, and maybe including Cooper Cup, I felt Debo Samuel felt like the most important receiver for any one team last year at the end of the year. They were using him for everything. Well, this contract allows Kyle Shanahan to use him however he wants to use him. So Debo and his agent agreed, if you pass, use us how you want to use us. Big edge to the 49ers. Oh, and I also like the fact it's only three years long, you know, and Debo's a guy who's going to take some hits, but also it's not like uh, he's one of those super slender guys who comes in in great shape. Doesn't come in bad shape. He's just a thicker dude. So I, I would agree with Colin on that deal being, you know, look, the Niners had to pay him, but how much they had to pay him and how long they had to pay him is palatable. And if healthy, he's a great football player. And for the most part, he's he's been healthy. So... I'm 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 with Colin on that take. Ah, what's up the fuck?
say. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Yeah, which leads us to the only thing still sitting out there, the only thing that we don't know anything, we we don't have kind of clarity on. We have no idea on this Lamar Jackson thing, and you would think we're getting close to that invisible deadline that he talked about. Think about all of the contract guys that were out there. Everyone that we've talked about. Just about everyone has already been dealt with. Jimmy Garoppolo hasn't been cut yet. That's the only other thing. But Lamar Jackson is a star quarterback. He's a former MVP. Now, again, you know, people want to make me out to be a Lamar Jackson hater. I'm just a realist. I don't think he's a top five or a top ten quarterback. I think he's really, really good. But I don't think he's a top five or top ten quarterback. That said... I think he has great value to their team. He's the leader, the face of their team. He's in that anywhere in the 8 to 15 variety, right? He he didn't have a great year last year, but we could also be honest and say they had massive injuries, especially running back, and didn't have Ronnie Stanley last year. Okay, so we don't know what he looks like. When he's been right, he's been tremendous. They've been a playoff team. They may not be a deep playoff team. And once you sign him, it's going to limit potentially, you know, your upside as a franchise because there are questions about whether or not he can win playing that style into the playoffs. All that said, <laughs> it's not like you want to replace him. I, I I think it's interesting, though, because there is the at least idea in your mind that the longer he waits benefits him, but if you take last year, he didn't increase his value, and there's still the possibility of injury. All right, coming up next... Stephen Ross has been found guilty of tampering, but not tanking. A very important distinction. What do we make of the Dolphins' penalties? Find out next in the Doug Gottlieb Show. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at at first first listen. listen. 
this season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.